Well, hello there, and welcome to an episode of Mindful Misfit. Please check out my website, mentalgirl.com, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and then you'll get a real good bird's eye look about what I do. The best way to do it also is to buy Mental Girl Book 1 and Book 2, and then you kind of really kind of get the meat and potatoes about how I am. Um, it was just time to like and love myself as is and get into a self-healing, self-care, self-aware practice. And in that, since that began and I created an inner superhero, wow, life has gotten very interesting. Uh, first of all, um, just working on myself is a huge huge it's not only a huge undertaking it just is and whether or not i'm uh you know i'm sure there's lots of people that have been doing this for a long time and whether i'm behind the times or whatever you know it happens when it happens when you start digging through stuff and everything but i have to say i have changed more since my since i got into the older years and um then than when i was younger and in my 20s, I feel like almost I'm very different than most people. Most people went through a lot of their stuff in their 20s and then, you know, kind of sort of meshed into who they were in their 30s and then, you know, maybe changed some things in their 40s, but they kind of stuck in their ways. I changed a lot. And um, I actually find that quite fascinating. I mean, I think that um, it's very brave to do that in in some ways and and in other ways yes it's it's uh interesting all this kind of stuff that i go through and um figuring myself out you know so i'm gonna get in there this is this is a this is gonna be my friday before the weekend um might even post it thursday night we'll see but um because why not? I, I don't have anybody looking over my shoulder saying when or when I get or get up post a podcast. So um, they're going to come anytime. And I have been making sassy posts recently, suggesting kind of getting a little bit more meatier and uh, sassy in my podcast because um, that's part of the healing is being authentic. And it's been a real interesting last couple of years finding out all my growth and my awakenings and my awarenesses and um not hanging around the same people not relating to the same people actually feeling almost distant and different and it's it's been very interesting and also um kind of feeling like when i'm authentically me i um it, 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 there's like this awkwardness for people who have known me for a long time because they almost are like either, uh Oh, or what's she doing? Or where's she? What's she? And I'm growing, I'm healing. I'm being authentically me. I think I realized so many years I was not so much, not authentically me, but I was, um, I was settling. I was settling for relationships, thinking I wasn't good enough and I better take what I can get and I better, you know, be whatever I'm supposed to be in, in, around the people that I'm around. But I've always, I've always been this person that's always kind of seen beyond, um, the crowds and it, it, it used to make me feel very guilty because I would think, oh my God, you know, does that mean I'm not a, you know, in a, 
in in a in a um club you know and it's like fuck the clubs i am so done with that my club is me is me and who i am authentically me changing and if i see that i need to change if i feel like i need to grow if i need to see things differently if i do see things differently then bravo to me even if that means that i stand in this different place than everybody else so i had to say it was really interesting i had a lot of notes and I was going to go for it. And I started backpedaling like I do because I'm always nervous. You know, how am I going to, if, you know, if anybody, again, who knows me, here is my podcast and thinks, oh no, what's happening? Or if uh, I sound too angry or frustrated or anything like that, I, I worry, I worry. And I do believe that I can communicate without, it's not anger. I mean, sometimes it is anger, but it's also just speaking out what I feel. And one of the things I, uh, it was uh, a while back, I started to talk about, you know, I was kind of making memes and I was doing things about, can we normalize some different things? And um, kind of got on that a little bit, like, you know, we normalize this and this and this and this, but how about normalize this? You know, one of the things I love is, you know, normalize self-care and normalize self-aware aware, normalize questioning things, normalize researching things. So um, here's a few things that I would love to normalize. Uh, I would normalize getting outraged by censorship of any kind. I mean, when you ban anything, if you ban people's voices, it hides and it breeds. I think shining light on everything is a good thing. You have to give people credit for either seeing something and saying, well, I don't like that, or I don't agree with that. But when you hide it and snuff it, that to me almost makes it um, activate and get bigger, in my opinion. I'm not saying I like everything I hear. I don't think I, you know, I, I live in a big city. People talk a bunch of shit all the time. Frankly, I don't like most things that are on the news these days. I don't like how people talk. I don't like how our government talks to each other, about each other. I don't like all of this stuff. And that's normalized. But I wouldn't say ban it. You know, you want to hide it. It's like bring it out into the open. The other thing is, I, I, I don't feel like normalizing, you know, that it's great to just Keep making more restrictive laws on people The on top of the ones the criminals don't read anyway. So all the law-abiding people have to hear these more restrictive laws and uh, excuses for these laws. But the criminals don't read those laws. They don't follow those laws. There's existing laws that are not followed. and But these... Um, pings you see, you know, well, we need more. I mean, really, honestly, all the history I've ever done, when is more government involvement a good thing? And when you look at all the history books, all the dictatorships, all of those kinds of things, when is more of that a good thing? I would prefer not normalizing shutting people down, believing every single thing the news says, I mean, really, you can't question, are they the news? These are commentators and instigators for the most part. They pit, they pit um, divisive, they pit people against each other. I wouldn't like not to normalize that. But if you're buying what they're selling and you regurgitate what they're saying without question, they make more of it. And then they have it. They have it. Um, 
I think news was always a bunch of bullshit. I remember uh, I knew somebody who was in the news and I was taught way young to question everything. It, it's um, entertainment. It's entertainment and it's, 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 um, it's, it's something to be questioned at all times, you know. Um, but now it's just, it comes at you from so many different directions that um, it's almost become normal just for people to just quote, just they quote, oh, you know, I see this on the news. I'm just going to, I'm going to regurgitate that. No questions asked. And um, the other thing is, is, you know, now this, it's normalizing. Not only are we hearing from the news, we hear from celebrities, celebrities' opinions. And celebrities are entertainment. Um, but now they're, they, they hate bash. <laughs> they hate bash each other. They hate bash other people. They're giving opinions. They have a conglomerate on most things. I mean, most people can't even get most jobs because they've sucked up all the things possible. I mean, look around you. You don't, uh, most of the commercials, they're all the celebrities. They know how to work that instead of like, you know, it, you know, it's just interesting to me. But, you know, you normalize this kind of stuff and you like it. You know, you believe what the celebrities say. It's so exciting. And uh, I won't normalize that. I won't normalize celebrities telling me how to think. That's just something that um, doesn't work for me. And I work on, I, I live in the West, in the, on the West Coast. And I've worked in the Hollywood side. And uh, there is a, it's a brutal environment. It is a brutal environment. No one, you know, they've talked about it for years and, you know, it's, it's always a pick and choose who someone likes and who they don't like. But, um, you know, it's just really interesting how, I mean, the business is really brutal. Um, and you know, it's so funny. Everybody normalizes all so many things right now, but you know, on a Hollywood set, they will fire you if you irritate a celebrity or if you do something very, uh, you know, just wrong on the spot. Just like, that's what they do. If you put a piece of tape wrong, or if you, uh, uh, all the people who do the food, you know, but it's so funny. That's just normalized, normalized. You know, it's so important. Apparently it's very important that that, that business is very important, but we don't hold our government officials accountable like that. You've got cities that are kind of turning into the dark ages filled with crime and homeless encampments. And this is becoming normalized. It's normalized. Now, my understanding always when you got a job is if you didn't do your job, you got fired. I mean, you know, you go into McDonald's and you make a burger wrong, you're going to get fired that day. You go into the Gap and you fold a t-shirt wrong, you're going to get fired. But government officials they can get years and years and people just kind of meh let's give them let's give them a few more years if you're hired to do a job and the issues that you were supposed to do increase not only double but like really increase I would say the job isn't being done well if things are happening and there's you know a, 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 an effect that you can see it's like how do you normalize not making them as accountable as they make people that work on a hollywood set accountable and i'm telling you they make a big deal out of everything on a hollywood set and this is getting pretty meaty here because i know a lot of people are gonna be like oh my god what happened to her she's usually this is a nice thing 
All I'm saying is open up a perspective. It's a perspective. It's like, whoa, I didn't see it that way. It doesn't have to be anger. It doesn't have to be hatred. If you love Hollywood and it makes you feel good and you've put people on pedestals, that's fine. But open up a perspective when someone does tell you something. That there is maybe a possibility that these actors, and they do act and they're very good at it. You think they're not acting all the time? It's kind of what they do. That's their, that's the job. But now it's become, their voice is like a, they're on memes. They're, 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 because they're using their fame to sort of communicate to people. And of course that fame is such a hypnotic thing. I mean, you know, sometimes I look at what's happened in terms of like Hollywood and its fame is the same way as it happened with like Greek gods. You know, like that whole, oh my God, they can do nothing wrong. And it's just really interesting to me, you know, normalizing justification for behavior, normalizing um, sadness like homelessness and encampments and crime because of that and businesses going under things like that you know it's it's normalized it's like well that's how it is right now and that's what happened i mean in india you see the, the you know they have it's a caste system and it was and it's been normalized for many many years it actually i've met people who have who have actually removed themselves from india and then went back and sort of their brain just kind of went wait what but it was normal when they were there but they kind of left and then they came back and it didn't feel right to them and now you know we've got this situation here where it's just so many things are being normalized and is that healthy i say um normalizing sort of the shutting your whole perception off is not a good thing. Normalizing, um, like for me, honestly, I, I cannot, I cannot normalize masks and mandates and all that kind of stuff. I just can't do it. Every time I see pictures of people with masks over their faces, I'm sad inside. I have, that does not look normal to me. None of this feels normal to me, but it, it's become a normal thing. We've got two years, we're well over two years now, and everybody's like, well, it is what it is, and we're getting through it. It's like, it's, I am not even saying if it makes you comfortable, if you believe in all of this stuff, whatever it is, but is that normal? Is this a normal existence? Is it a normal existence to hate each other and be so dismissive? and use and bring back names like Hitler and Nazi to describe people? Is it normal to literally hate people who disagree with you? Not just dislike, where you actually normalize saying, well, I can post this, but you can't post this. I can post this sign, I can post this sign, but you can't post that sign. That sign disgusts me. Your thoughts disgust me. Normalizing these things. Normalizing these things for, through popularity or justification or whatever it is you want to call it. 
It's sad to me. I can barely have conversations with people I agree with now because everything is so normalized to having this anger talk. I want to normalize self-care. I want to normalize self-aware. I want to normalize questioning. I want to normalize speaking to people. I want to normalize saying, you know what? I may have it wrong. I feel very angry inside, but you, you know what? You're my friend and we don't agree and I would like to know what you think. I want to normalize, you know, instead of getting mad for whatever anybody believes, just normalize going, okay, this is the way I feel, and this is the way you feel, and how can we get along? I want to normalize uh, compromise. I want to normalize hearing solutions, not constant problems. But we've normalized, these things are becoming normalized. It's normal to have ads on YouTube and television and radio constantly about drugs and things like that like it's normal and yes this is a serious one and yes i may not even um publish this one i'm not quite sure but i'm i'm a a feeler i see things i observe things i don't feel like i'm always right i have questions about everything I try to respect people's space and respect people's boundaries. I try to ask, you know, questions as much as I can. But I'm feeling as if it's, it, it appears it's just things are getting normalized that don't feel normal to me. It always felt normal to disagree with people. Sure, that's just what life is. It always felt normal to me that I could, I could be right, I could be wrong. It felt normal to me to think for myself, but at the same time, go investigate and research things before I spout my mouth off. So all I'm saying is, you know, mentally speaking, and a mentally aware self-care, self-aware process is normalizing respect for humanity and inhumanity is diversity. Diversity of human beings, diversity of thought. There's always going to be diversity in civilizations, but for civilizations to thrive and survive and commingle, normalizing communication, even uncomfortable communication, is key to growth. That's my spiel. I know it wasn't super duper funny. Probably a little more serious than you expected. If this is too much, it's okay. At any time, anything I say, turn it off if it doesn't feel good. Turn it off if it doesn't resonate. Question it, research it, it doesn't matter. But allow for the beauty of conversation. What I'm talking about is just, I don't normalize sadness. And when I see and feel sadness, I need to speak out now. I need to be authentically me. And you be authentically you. Thank you for listening.